Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Imagine yourself turning on Mandalorian season three. Yeah. We zoom in on Madame Garza's destroyed casino bar, whatever <laughs> she's got running there. Menagerie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And out of out of the, the rubble. Right. Sticks a blue hand. Let's go. <laughs> and it just crawls out. Out. Okay? Oh. How is Max Rebo still alive? Oh, my God. The The crazy thing is, is that he, yeah, it's either that, my friend. You know, let's go over this. First of all, like, his hand comes up out of there, out of the rubble, pulls himself out. And then we see, and I have the guy right here. I got him right here. Droopy McCool. This guy, I'm going to put him up here on the camera. <laughs> Droopy McCool. Was in the Max Rebo band. And could you imagine if we saw, Matt, look at Droopy's feet. And we just had his two feet. We had a, a close-up, a shot from knees down. And Droopy McCool is walking over, and he reaches his hand down and pulls Max back out and said, let's get the band back together back and together. then the band is back the mandalorian chapter you know whatever right Ch right what is yeah chapter fifth 
how many episodes you know chapter yeah, 20 which one are they on? the yeah, band chapter... is back together <laughs> <laughs> it would be crazy and then you've got you've got uh Cy, uh snoodles i think is is the name here the band the, the lead singer right in return of the jedi are they still alive that's my big question are these characters still alive because they're just you know I mean, they were a part of the band. They're part of Max Rebo's band. Something, I mean, he's, how did, I just want to know, they specifically didn't show him getting hurt. So you would have to believe that he is still out there and still alive. He I know is you're alive. selling. I know you're selling a lot of your back catalog of Star Wars toys, but you can't sell either of those. No, I actually started thinking <laughs> about it. Um, and I was like, you know what? These are going to be worth a lot of money because, because Max, it's, it's such a thing, you know? So I'm going to have to hold on to some of these bad boys. But yeah, I do have Ewoks for sale. Just so you guys know, I do have Star Wars ships for sale. Uh, hit me up. I feel like Watto. Like I'm, you're I'm selling, over here you're over there selling vintage toys. So, you know, dude, it's it's crazy. Hey, I sold a 21B, by the way, uh, medical droid the other day. I went I came down on the price, Matt. I'm not I was I was, I was you know, it's whatever. If but, it, you know, if it goes to a good home, it went to a good home and, and it, it cost me a dollar twenty six to ship it. And I got I got I made 20 bucks. Made twenty. Well, did you ship it in good like packing material? I mean, you don't want it, these things. I, I, we don't I want. Actually, the, we don't want. I mean, you know, we can't. You can't be ruining your Facebook Marketplace seller status. No, no, no. I. By the way, I I have been rated over there five stars out of five stars over five times. So that's pretty good, and it's getting me more clicks and everything. Matt, all I did, you go in there, I need. I'm over here at PacMail, and I just said, you got any of that spare? Like, you know, there always an excess bubble wrap. Well, that's enough yeah. to to wrap up. You know a freaking droid or something and just throw it in a little envelope and off he goes. And they were more than happy. I was like, there we go. Well, that's so. good. I mean, yeah, you just, you want the toy to be in good condition. Cause it's probably going to somebody who's a vintage collector. You know, we used to talk to these guys. I don't know yes, if they're still there anymore. Is this still there? Rebel toys. Let me look it up real quick. It was in, they had everything, man. It was in Westerville, right? Delaware? Or no, was it in Delaware? It in... Let me see if they're still yeah yeah they still have an open like a website and everything still going i think we i would love to, i would love to bring them on or bring on somebody else at some point who's because the star wars toy line i mean it's it's so interesting because it's its own sort of just thing right you know in the in the star wars fandom you know we talk a lot of theories and all these other stuff but the toy aspect of it is really insane because there's there's so many fakes out there and there's so many like, oh, this is like a reprint. And this is a, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. this is like a first edition, second edition. These guys know all that stuff. Yeah. Let me let me show you something real quick here. And this is I mean, in no way, shape or form is this guy even, you know, uh, he didn't ask us to do this. So this is just a free plug here. Um, I follow him. I've followed him for years. This uh, Frank here, Padawan Bear, uh, is a lover of all things Kenner vintage star wars fan all the right. way has all of these just just kind of collects some vintage stuff and he does the patches he sells some patches and stuff like that so you have guys who are just into like a particular thing you know what i mean and so yeah. i just want to give him a quick shout out because i've been following for years message i leave comments on his stuff and and, and kind of just like what he does i have other ones um god there's another guy who i'll see if i can pull him up here but uh yeah, just really cool. I don't know the, the the toy collecting slash. Well, I mean, even the other factions like doing, um, trooping, right? So so being in the five hundred first or the Rebel Legion, my God, 
I, yeah. I almost got into that. Now, Matt, what I still am into, and by the way, I talked about Well, you have that Mandalorian helmet right down helmet. there. I got the helmet. Um, I almost went for that, and I kind of backed out. I'm thinking Snowtrooper, and then I've been messing around with a couple other things. I think I'm going to go Obi-Wan, Jedi cosplay. I don't know. But I have been big time fascinated by, and it's going to cost a lot of money. That's why I'm selling all my stuff, selling all my books, okay? Because... Whoa, you're selling all your books? I'm selling a lot of them. I'm selling a lot I'm, I went through them and I, I'm, I'm sorting them by the ones I'm still really attached to, like Fate of the Jedi, the series, you know. Uh, a lot of the Star Wars books are keeping, we're keeping, okay? All right. But there's some I just don't need, you know? I'm like, what? why did I, you know? Like, I have a, not, this is not a knock on this individual, but I've never opened some of these, these books about, like, I don't know. Uh, it, anyway, it doesn't matter. They're all over like there. Just- Go ahead and say it. It's it. Oh, okay. It sounds terrible, and I don't want to say it now because because the one book, the only book I can think of, and it's not one that I'm getting rid of, was the women in Star Wars. <laughs> so, oh, so I mean, I don't want to like say like, oh, I'm throwing that book. Well, out. I think but, like, it. I mean, the thing with Star Wars is there's so, like, especially when it comes to books, is like you really have to, you really have to sort of dive into to well, do to do to do a, a a full book. It's you're either into the character or you're not. Yeah. Okay. So here, here's the thing. So it, uh, I use, I use that, but I was also thinking about like our, our friend over, um, coffee with Kenobi. He did a right. book, right? They're not books that can, it's, I was trying to think of the word for books that don't kind of continue the storyline. You know what I mean? They're right. more just those companion, unless it's a good companion book or whatever. Not that those aren't good companion books. It's just, I've read them. I've looked at them and I'm good. I don't, I, I don't know if that, that's not a knock on them, you know? So and by the way, that's uh shout out. So I feel like I need to do this because that was the only book I could think of, and I'm actually not giving that one away. Um, and I feel all you know, it's like I think it's Amy Ratcliffe. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. She is the author of that, and I met her at a Coffee with Kenobi um function in, at Star Wars Celebration at one point. So really cool person. I think she writes for the Nerdist and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So Nerdist author. Yeah, Ratcliffe. There she is. Amy Ratcliffe. Uh, hilarious. If you have, if you guys don't follow her over on Twitter, by the way, she is, she's fascinating. Uh, at Amy underscore geek is her Twitter. She did. She even covered some wheel of time stuff. She was actually the wheel of time uh, panel host or something. I think, I think. Oh, cool. Or, yeah. So, so a really awesome person. So I definitely don't want you guys to think that like, I don't like her book or whatever. Cause I do, I bought it. I mean, Matt, I, I freaking I bought the book and it's on my shelf um, for that very reason. Cause I think, I think it's awesome. But, you know, look at me. Look at this freaking. If you guys go to the YouTube, check you got out a lot of books. stuff there. It's insane. I have a problem. I don't need all these books. So it is not a knock on any book behind me. It's like, dear God. But you're not going to get rid you of know? like Fate of the Jedi and Shadow no. of Empire or Legacy right? of the Force, because some of those have just like nostalgic kind of meaning to me or whatever. Like I'm even looking over here. There's even some Wheel of Time stuff that I'm like, well, OK, there's not very many Wheel of Time books, so I got to keep those. Um but oh, Lord of the Rings companion stuff. I have so many Lord of the Rings companion stuff, like things that I don't really need. And I, you pick them up for like 30, 40 bucks. And it's like, God, all that adds up over time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what, that's do you, a, what are you doing with it? Th- that, that's a bill. That is a bill. And I'm sitting here, yeah, 40 bucks on a book like that. You, anyway. So there we go. That's what has been getting into recently. 
Jay-Z. Oh my God. And while <laughs> I was ranting about the books and the toys, Matt had, had to, had, had, had to on, on the fly, had to, had to make a new one right there. That's I don't perfect. know. Maybe that's where he's Max is old Max is escaping too. So I just had to, he's here had, to pop him, had, had to pop him in there. Yeah. So all right, as well, you know, we're, you know, we're post the Obi-Wan or excuse me, post book of Boba Fett. I guess I'll yeah. technically you could say it's the Luke show, the Mando show. Right. And, um, you know, Obi-Wan seems to be the focus right now. Now, we did not get the Super Bowl trailer. We were promised. Right. Who promised us that, by the way? I'm, I'm I don't know. Thinking. I don't know that it was actually ever said uh, to, uh, be, well, to, be, to be to be entirely honest. But there was certainly we all sort of thought that a lot of indication. Be, there was a, there was a lot of indication. Right. Right. Um. So. Let me pull up here, though, because I've been running some polls over on our Hyperspace Hangout uh, YouTube channel. Also, we now have a Hyperspace Hangout TikTok. You can go check that out or check out on YouTube. I've been posting theories, uh, just some of these short videos, stuff like that. But uh, ran a poll here. And on YouTube, you only, you're only you only able to um, put five <laughs> things in the, uh, the poll description, yeah, right? So... Sure. Um, so I'll just do a little screen share in action here for those of you guys watching on YouTube. Which Star Wars show are you most excited for? Uh, 53% said Obi-Wan, 32% said Mando season three, 3% said Bad Batch, 3% said The Acolyte, 9% said Ahsoka. There were two comments that said Andor. So if Obi-Wan and Mando were on out on the same day and you could only watch one, which one are you watching? Because oh, I would really? beg that I would beg that a lot of people are more excited for Obi Wan because it's next. Yeah, I would say that too. Except for when we get to a conversation here later about a particular starship. Okay. Well, we're, yeah, uh, we're going to get to that. I, I'm I'm going to make it. I want you to remember this poll here and and the results because it's something we've said about a, a lot of the like what Disney has done with Star Wars. They've said, oh, we need new characters. We can't. We don't want people saying, oh, like they want in some weird way and I, not a weird way, but like they've tried to shift us off of you don't need Obi-Wan. We're not bringing you Luke. You're getting a little bit. Of, we're, we're just like a little nostalgia, but we've got to move on to new characters right. and different things. You know what I mean? Like they've they've done all of that. And it's just like there were still stories uh, left unfinished that you're that you don't want to finish for some weird reason. And Dave Filoni, this is you, the reason he gets the praise he gets is because he freaking, he and John Favreau said, no, we're doing it right. Whether it was Plu Coon as the, as the, as the fake kind of, you know, Luke, or it's actually Luke, either one of those would have been awesome. And they gave us freaking Luke Skywalker. So just keep in mind. Now I am excited for Mandalorian season three because of those guys, because they have brought in cool things like Luke and Ahsoka and so on. Right. But really I do kind of think you got to be respectful of the heavy hitting Obi-Wan Kenobi, the original Jedi Knight. Well, he's not, yeah, he's not the original Obi-Wan, but he's the, well, okay. He's playing the character. Okay. I know, I know, the, I know. Uh, yeah. Episode four, baby. Obi-Wan tells us all about the force. He was, our how many hero. original, how many original characters are even left? To be honest, it's just like C-3PO, right? Anthony Daniels. Oh, you mean at the end of like, like rise of the sky? Oh, you mean, like, I mean, like, right, I mean, like right now, how many of the original actors are even left? Well, if you, just uh, I mean, just Mark, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford and Anthony Daniels. Right. And James yeah, Earl Jones, you know, as the voice right. of Vader. Warwick Davis. And how's come nobody's talking? Everyone's like, oh, Hayden Christensen's coming back. Yeah. Is James yeah. Earl Jones coming back? Has that been confirmed? 
I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What well, that would be cool. You would think. I mean, has has anybody asked him? Because now there's talk Twitter? that Palpatine might be coming back. Yeah, I feel like I think you. It, I think it, we'd have to. Isn't he pretty old? How is he ninety something? Yeah, he's is he 90. still good. I know every. Yeah, it's kind of. But if he can do it, I mean, he's not. He's not. Um, they can de-age he is, his voice. He is, not, too, right? he is not currently. I don't think they have to. Have you ever heard him talk? Even now, he's he's got the. Really? Like, he sounds just like. Yeah. Oh yeah, the voice acting like a lot of times, man. It just depends on how you age. Ninety one. Um, wow. And now, so so this is interesting. So, um, a few years ago, Disney there was a remake of a video game uh the ducktales video game which was original which originally came out for the original nintendo back in like you know what what like 89 or something when that whenever that game came out they did a remake of it and they brought back the original voice actors some of the some of these voice actors and they were like one guy i think was in his 90s but the voice still sounded good so disney's got wow. the technology at least to sort of alter and fix it or whatever and they and if they did that on a video game just from a few years ago they would definitely bring in james earl jones to do i mean it's not vader yeah right yeah no i, it, I it's if it's not if it's did james earl jones do the voice of vader in rogue one let me look let me look i think he did i think i i'm almost positive let's see um one james earl jones sound just like him you know isn't actually the first time hmm yeah he was confirmed yes. as the voice yep yes i was about to say because i yeah. mean it's he's i, yeah, I mean thing. he's the i mean he's the real deal okay i mean it's insulting at least like if he refuses because of some health issue or things or whatever it might that's be fine that's fine all right, let the man be. Uh, let Mufasa do his thing. Absolutely. But um, yeah, he's that's wonderful. I hope he is. I mean, that, yeah, no one's talking about that really, right? No one's really. Yeah, everyone's everyone's all Hayden Christensen's back. Yeah, is he gonna do the voice? Come on, you know. He, he can't. Do people the voice talk like there. Yeah, people talk like there is this gonna there's gonna be a whole thing where he's gonna have a calf of his face is gonna be showing. If for some right. like he's gonna, when he gets in the fight, like his mask is going to be like, like what happens with the sword. Right. Yeah. So that way he, yeah, he I, can have some speaking lines and dialogue. I think they're, I think they're going to do that. And I think they're going to do um, flashbacks, Clone Wars, Clone Ooh, Wars. Flashbacks. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. That'd be sick. The, well, there's a new book coming out about that too. There's an Obi-Wan Anakin book coming out. Right. So, so what's your wish? What's your wish list for the Obi-Wan series? Well, not necessarily what do we think is going to happen, but just what is sort of your wish list? Okay, okay, okay. If you're going to do this, right? If, if you're going to do – if it were me, right? You get six, six, we'll say hours. Okay. In that amount of time, Matt Brady, you, what did I tell you when we were going into The Last Jedi years ago? I said I needed one thing. I needed one freaking thing. I needed that like Luke Skywalker – master luke skywalker moment and when you read the script beforehand you the leaks or whatever you said as you're gonna be happy because of that one thing and i was like freaking right. awesome and it was cool so to me i have one big wish which for is the last the, jedi that yeah that was for the last Jedi. that was for, right for the yes. obi-wan series i have i have 
something. I, I want the same thing. I want a and I want a master Obi Wan Kenobi move. I want a, a a power. I want him to do something when he still should be somewhat. You could say he's in his prime at the end of Episode Three, but again, he ages, he grows, he learns from maybe Qui Gon or other people who freaking knows. But for me, I just need a master level moment, so something epic from him. I don't know what that might be. Not, I'm not saying force projection or anything like that, but just something that demonstrates how good, how how awesome he is. Because sometimes in Episode Three, I hate to say this. They make Obi Wan look like he's not. He, I that mean, he gets good. knocked out right there at the beginning. It's a joke. Sith Lords are a speciality, except for Obi Wan. Like, I mean, except the end. Well, I mean, I don't know. Obi Wan defeats Grievous. I know he does. He does a lot of cool things, but it's just it's like Anakin. Whenever he's next to Anakin, they really tried to, and I, I know why they did that. Right? It's just it's, he's the chosen one. You gotta you gotta kind of um, amplify him. But boy, they did it at the detriment of Obi Wan sometimes, and I felt like. Dang it. I didn't like that. So I'm just being honest. That's why I've always felt like that. And I'm always been like, there's still epic moments where he shows wisdom on the council. Um, You know, even reading in some of the books, what they do with Obi-Wan is really cool. Just in terms of him talking to Yoda, having that Qui-Gon kind of edge at some points, but also being really balanced, true to the Jedi order. I just want to see him be master level, like really powerful do something. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm probably gonna be disappointed there, but in six hours, you can't do something really cool with him. Not just regular force right. push and weird, you know, normal stuff. I want a master move. Okay. You know what I want? Ooh. I want Obi-Wan to use a force ability that he uses that we have only ever seen one time in Star Wars. Okay. There's a trivia question for you. I think I know which one you're talking about. What is it? Is it the force dash for speed, man? <laughs> <For> speed, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because whenever I think of episode, power, episode one, like first thing, boom. And you never, it's never you shown never ever again. No, I know. And I always thought that was really cool in that game. Cause I'm a huge Obi-Wan guy and I've, I've always right. obsessed over his powers. Well, even, I mean, that was amazing. So like, yeah. Are you saying you'd like and to my, see that? I would love to. I want to see the force. I want to feel force speed. Cause we yeah. know Obi-Wan can do it. Yep. Yep, there's there's evidence for it that he that he had it. Um, he's we've seen force jumps and stuff like that, which are which are cool. Uh, there was something he did. Oh, this is Empire at War. Remember when we played that game, and I would take my little Obi Wan and I would wreck people's base. I would just go in with Obi Wan back into someone's base. I'd send him along the northern top of the map undetected. I'd be watching him going in, and what he could do. He could heal himself and he could heal others and he could do these different things. Some of the best artwork I've ever seen for Obi-Wan, and I, I don't have it anymore. It was at one of the celebrations. The title of it was called The Guardian. And there was two versions. There was one where he's levitating kind of like stuff on Tatooine and Luke's in the background. There's another where he's walking up. and It looks like he's touching a young Luke on the neck or something, right? Healing him and watching over him as The Guardian. So... I mean, I just something. I don't know if some cool force power we have. They're doing force healing now. Apparently, everybody can do it, right? And it was yeah. there in Legends. So let's let's do it. Yeah. So for me, I want to see force speed. Um, I don't. I yeah. And we don't have to do predictions right now. But I, I guess I just don't know. I almost don't want him and Vader to fight. 
Yeah. Because just because Hayden's coming back and they're going to bring Vader back, I don't know that I don't know that I want Obi Wan and Vader to fight. Because for me, it's like the idea of when I left you, you know, you know, but now I am the master. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Do do we need it? I I don't know if we no. need it. And I think you can do it without. I think you can tell I, the story. I think you could have a stare down, but I don't know that I need to see them fight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I think I think having them fight, unless it ends in like a bridge collapses or something, and they both go their separate ways, it doesn't. You can't have you can't have you know Vader lose. I don't think I just don't see how if you can't have Vader lose. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Because uh, I, 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 th I think right now Vader should be. I think right now Vader should be more powerful than than Obi Wan at this current at the at this current point. And if you can't have Obi Wan win, because then that would just be bad. I think. Well, the other thing, so that's why they have to have their master moments, I believe. Right. And so Obi Wan has a master moment in Episode Four. So I'm okay if they also do something to make Vader look. I mean, just awesome. ridiculous, just awesome, whatever. Even if there's some conversation through the force where they spoke or something, who knows? But I still would love to see a master moment for Obi-Wan, but you got to give one. If you're going to have, if you're going to bring Vader in and you wanted to build towards that moment in episode four, you got to build both those characters and make them mega heavy hitting characters. The force, Obi-Wan is here and the force is with him, you know? Maybe, right. maybe in this series, it wasn't with him the last time they met. Maybe he despaired a little bit. It's a story about him and it is his arc and what is he going yeah. through? Because so. we know Obi-Wan's going to fight some Inquisitor. We, like, we know that that's pretty much already been sort of confirmed, yeah. which is awesome. And I'm so down for and I'm so down for Obi-Wan fighting Inquisitors because we need that. Um, and then, you know, I, I just want Ty. Obviously, I'm I'm curious to see the the branches that will come out of this Obi-Wan thing. I think you could mm -hmm. have some stuff go towards the Andor series. You could have some stuff go towards even Grogu possibly. Man, mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can come out of this because it's a, of where it takes place in the timeline and it's connections towards yeah. uh, important things. Like even, even something as small as like, and I don't know, I don't think this isn't a Filoni Favreau project. Is it? I think this is more Kathleen Kennedy's. I think, think yeah i think it? so i think so too and I, I'll, I'll triple check on that but um no i just while, while you brought that up i was thinking you know there are things i like it, this is a great connecting point you could bring in qui-gon you could show ahsoka uh you could mention grogu and have connections to andor saw guerrera uh bail organa leia luke Darth Vader, all of it. It is right there at the center of everything. And so you got to be real careful, I think, with what you do. But also don't be afraid. Something George Lucas used to say to everyone who, who worked with him and what he, what he tried to show in movies, don't be afraid to do something um, that people don't expect or or that might be edgy or, or push it or uh, be a major twist. He brought back Darth Maul when he, that particular conversation when this, was when he was talking to Dave Filoni and he said, I'm doing it. We're bringing Darth Maul back. And they said, okay, George said, we're bringing Darth Maul back, so we're doing it. Kind of a big decision, and now it's been awesome, and people love it, and it was great for the animation. So, Matt, I mean, I, I don't want to get super tinfoil here, but, like, if someone went in there and said, we're going to give Star Wars fans something pretty awesome with connections to Grogu and Ahsoka, that's cool. If you want to bring in, not that they're going to bring in Han Solo or anything, but if you want to bring in 
like a, a Galen Mark or whatever. I doubt they're going to do that. Highly doubt it. But if they did something that bold, I don't know. I'd like to sit there and watch it and see, do I like it? Is it something, you know? Okay, so here we go. I just let me pull this up. And yes, I agree with you. So, so yeah, Filoni and Favreau are not involved in this. Um, Deborah Chow is the one who's directing it. Now we don't mm-hmm. know if if she's if she's going to be directing all episodes. So, oh wait, excuse me. All episodes are directed by Deborah Chow. Now she's done stuff with the Mandalorian. That's right. been great. But remember, Robert Rodriguez directed some stuff in the Mandalorian, and then now everyone's like against him because they're like, "Wow, you put in those speeder bikes and mm-hmm. and all this stuff." So. In doing a little bit digging here, just because I, I've, you know, haven't haven't really particularly looked at this, the person who's writing it is somebody named Joby Harold. Okay. Um, whose filmography is, I have to say, I, I do not find that impressive, uh, to say the least. Yeah. Um, it Looking includes. It includes a 2007 movie called Awake, starring Jessica Alba and Hayden Christensen. And if you know anything about Hayden Christensen outside of Star Wars, it's not very good. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, not trying to be not trying to be mean or anything. But hey, maybe it's because he had somebody like this person writing for him. Edge yeah. of Tomorrow. No, that was kind of an okay movie. That was that Tom Cruise movie. Yeah. You remember where he like keeps dying oh, yeah. or whatever? Oh, yeah. Like that was kind of cool. Is it like Star Wars level? Cool, though. <sighs> Don't know. Um, mm-hmm. My Blind Brother, some, you know, like rom-com. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Robin Hood movie that has 2018. I've never, never, did not know this existed. It's got Jamie Foxx in it. Yeah. Um, he did John. He wrote John Wick three. Right. Haven't seen that. But yet. again, I, I haven't seen it either. I, the, the John Wick movies are good, but are they like, you know, is it is it, is it because of the writing? Uh, well, you I, get Army of the Dead, Zack, a Zack, a Zack Snyder movie. Um, Matt, Matt, is this, though, his moment breakout? It could be, man. You know, <laughs> he goes down as being known as he's the writer for Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's what I always hope for. I'm like, come on, man. This is it. Also, he worked with Hayden. Okay, that's kind of cool. Or is this a Ryan Johnson situation? Just bringing in people they like, you know. Uh, yo, let's but... let's let's bring in somebody. So I I it, I'm not saying I'm I'm just saying you know you gotta. I'm ready. But, I, I need I need me, I need to see it first. I, I I okay. I have a question though. Like and maybe this is this is for Kathleen Kennedy, okay, or someone, but. Who really does he tell the story? Like, like who else comes in and says, this is the story we want to tell? Is it just him? Do they just hire, we need a writer for this. Right. And we want someone well, to sure write us people... an Obi-Wan story. That's what I'm wondering. Like, what's the pitch here? Like, did someone pitch a premise and and then this guy fills in the gaps and does the screenplay? Oh, or, because that's always fascinating to me with Star Wars. Is like, you got to have somebody else who who is back there, whether it's, I don't know some of the story group or something and they they pitch kathleen this idea and they talk about it and they kind of have a general idea i'm guessing right they have to have the executive producers right. have to have some 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, ultimately, the executive producer is the one sort of like hiring people. And I mean, Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy's executive producer credits and like assistant producer credits are like out of out of this world. I mean, Mm -hmm. she is I I mean, for as much criticism as, you know, people love to give her for, you know, a lot of the stuff that happened with Star Wars. We are kind of split in the middle. We, you know, yeah, there's some things we like, some things we don't. I mean, her executive producer credits are like insane. It's like Jurassic. It's basically like every big Steven Spielberg or George Lucas mm. movie. She mm-hmm. was like in, she was at, at some level involved with. Well connected. <clears throat> Lots of good. Was she, right. I mean, it, I don't know exactly to what degree she was, she was, she was doing, she was doing these things, but um, I guess, you know, it's just one of these things where you sort of look at it and it's hard sometimes when you're looking at credits for writers and directors to see like what have they worked on and they haven't worked on a lot of stuff. You never know. You might get somebody who nails it out of the park. Right. We, you and I were talking the other day about that guy. I think it's David Yost is his name, right? The guy who's directed basically every Harry Potter movie since, um, I think half blood Prince and up or no, uh, order the Phoenix and up. Oh yeah. It's like, dude, that it's like, that's literally all he's ever done. And it's like, well, his, his, it's like, I don't know what he did before that, that caused them to like him, but his, his his record now is like nothing but like a mega movies. Um, but then you start looking at some of these people and you're like, wow, they they never really did anything before right. this. And I thought was one of the things with Ryan Johnson. Um, yeah. And then we look at Deborah Chow. Now you look you go back and look at her. I mean, she did some episodes of The Mandalorian. She did two episodes of, of season one of The Mandalorian, but she had done some other things. American Gods, that's kind of that's a good show. Man in the High Castle, Better Call Saul, that's the sequel to um, or prequel to Breaking Bad. Marvel's Jessica Jones, Marvel's Iron Fist. I mean, she's definitely got some Vampire Diaries, Fear of the Walking Dead. I mean, she's got some pretty you know legit things that she had 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 worked on. Um, but remember that a director can only do so much with a bad script not saying the script is going to be bad but right you know just because you have great actors and you have a great director the writer is really one of the more sort of important things to it it's why wonder woman is an amazing movie and wonder woman 1984 is not Mm -hmm. uh same director Mm -hmm. different writers totally different 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 movies right Right. And that's where some we you and I have talked about in the past, like when and where do you give. So when you direct and write a movie, which is what Ryan Johnson did, it's like, OK, right. a lot. You can't really shift things one way or the other. It's, right. It's pretty easy to point yeah. at something if if something, you know, if something if something doesn't doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Right. And I get it. There's It's a big role. It's a big responsibility. And some some people can only they're just their specialty is in one area. So I don't know. That is cool. I did not know that this guy did any of that stuff. Um, I hadn't heard of him. So I'm glad you looked up the writer. This will be because I'm rooting for it hard. And oh, abs- I'm I'm yeah. I'm absolutely, I know you I'm yeah. Abs- yeah, absolutely rooting for it. But I guess it's kind of hard. I guess it's just hard a little bit to like look at the team and be like, how you know, think about how this is going to work when it's like, oh, man, you got some people who I'm just sort of un, you know. Well, uh, I, I guess some people who I'm un, un, un sort of familiar with, yeah. And that's where maybe people in the industry know this guy, they have better assessment of his ability because you don't want to fumble this. This is just not something you want right. to fumble. You I'm can't sorry. you can't mess this up. If you mess this up and you mess up the sequel trilogy for that's a lot of people, that's... you're going to I think there's going to be you're going to begin to really look at the yep. 
the the projects that are sort of headlined by one person as opposed yeah. to headlined by other people. Yeah. And it's then, gonna be a problem. You know, it it's gonna it's gonna make the divide among Star Wars fans even bigger. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because again, we would rather it as long as it makes sense. I know people we talked about this with the book of Boba Fett. It still makes sense, even if it's you know disconject, you know, it derails itself and right. people, whatever you might think about that, it doesn't. It still cohesively works, and it doesn't mess with anything else really. And it's not super. Whereas, like we've said with the sequels, it's not written with an end game in mind. Yeah. So that's that stuff. Yeah. Now we also don't know the end game for all the Mandoverse yet. So we might right. be saying something down the line. Like, but right now it yeah. all makes sense and fits. The problem with the book of Boba Fett is either they should have just called it like the next if if it wasn't titled the book of Boba Fett, like if it was titled Mandalorian like season 2.5 or something or it was yeah. it's or if it was tight if it was just titled the next chapter in Star Wars, it would be like we love it. I mean, like Matt, the problem the problem with the book of Boba Fett, honest to God, is like there's too much like there's too much like yeah. awesomeness. It's like I know. I love everything you gave me. It's I know. Just, it's not you just told me you're going to it'd be like if this Obi-Wan show, like three of the episodes were about Vader. Like, that's cool. Right. But I thought we were getting an Obi-Wan show, not a, mm -hmm. a Vader show. Just call it that. I mean, you know, if you'd called it. If you would have, if you would have titled, you know, I just think, I think the title of the book of Boba Fett threw people off. Cause yeah, it threw me off too. It, and they made that a long time ago. That was, it's, that right. was, it's, and it, yeah, it was fine up until the title of it worked up until the, you had a full episode of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Really an ep, a full episode and a half. And it didn't of, bounce of back. The Mandalorian. As, yeah. It did not bounce back as quick as I thought because then it went to Luke and Ahsoka, which again, awesome, not complaining. Truly not right. complaining. I because I'm not. It, and then it switches yet. to, yeah. Then it switches to Cad Bane. Yeah, because to me it's just great. It's just you can look at it. You could just call those. I mean, I could almost pull those two episodes out and just say, "Cool, these are gifts, little Star right. Wars gifts." Tag that episode seven back on to episode what would have been four, and then call that episode right. five, and we're good. A five, five piece book of Boba Fett. Cool with that. That was yeah. great. But it is just kind of strange. It's just a little. The only strangest to it is just like you said, how it's named and call the Max. Yeah, exactly. Return you, of Max Rebo. Jesus. Yeah, literally, if you cut out the Mandalorian episode, except for the last little bit where he just shows up, maybe he just shows up at his new cruiser. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. That's going to get explained later. We don't need mm -hmm. it. Like, we don't need it explained now. Yeah. They just did it, which is awesome. Which is like, awesome. <laughs> yeah, <we laughs> like it's just, it, it's, it's so cool. I would, it's like literally, it's like, actually, Honest to God, it's like I would cut some things. It would fit better as the book of Boba Fett. Right, right. But it's like um, we're talking about cutting like Luke Skywalker. And it's you like, can't. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> a great problem to have. I hope the Obi-Wan, if it has any right. problems, has this very problem, which is, yeah, it's too much Vader. Holy smokes, you know? Right. Like if, I, they, if, that, if that's the case, if that's the problem it has, I'm actually, that's where you err. I think you err on that right. side a little bit. And maybe if they, if you want to call it an air, I'm okay with this one. This right. is not. Yeah. yeah. And the pro and the problem with the whole book of Boba Fett thing is it only feels weird right now. Like, yeah, two, like three years from now, it won't feel weird. Right. Because we'll just right. we'll we'll catalog it in our mind as like historic, like events that take place in Star Wars. Yeah. And we will separate like Luke stuff. Like that's in, like we think about that when we think of Luke. We don't think about that when we think of Boba Fett. So. Right. Yeah.
Yeah, I know yeah, you're right. So yeah, so uh, yeah, so again, I'm I, I ho- I'm I'm incredibly hopeful for it. But when I just when I'm looking at the team behind it, right? Um, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor is a pro- uh, executive producer, which is what? Just good. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of times in, nowadays, like the main star is an executive producer. That's cool. And almost and almost anything. That's cool. Um, I, I've I've heard him talk about it just briefly, like a couple things, and he sounds really excited. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. been really cool because he's excited about it. And I remember that Mark Hamill wasn't excited about, about the last yeah. Jedi. So this is good. Right. And I can tell you this. Ewan McGregor, I think, is the kind of person who would push back. Mm-hmm. A, he would be a lot more vocal if yeah. it was like a last Jedi situation where he wasn't happy with the direction it was going. Right. I think it'd be it'd be like. Like Mark Hamill's a really nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> like like a very agreeable, nice person. Ewan McGregor can definitely get real dark real fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and he loves the care. I think he always has loved that character and his time and his right. role and everything. So cause he even said being back with Hayden, awesome, lots of feels. Cause these guys work on this stuff for a long time. They're in, you know, it's a trilogy. Um, yeah, it's just it's wonderful. He's he's huge to Star Wars. So yeah. do, do you yeah, think he, he, We'll yeah. go, well, no, it's, uh, I, I don't want to get my thing wasn't important. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm just wondering, like, you know, you, we were talking before we started this, uh, a big, big wishes right from this. Is there any one character that you have a wish to see? Not really a prediction, but a wish to see, you know, because, well, my 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 biggest wish is Qui-Gon, which I do. Qui-Gon. I do. I yeah. do think we're going to get whether it's I a forget voice. sometimes that that's. Yeah. An option. whether it's a voice or whatever i i if you to me if you don't it's a big miss have it, you don't or you don't allude to it like even if it's like if it's like the very end like the post credit scene like you just allude to the fact like we don't necessarily have to see liam neeson although i feel like how do you not how do you not do how it you not yeah how do, how do you how do you not do it but just a you have to <laughs> allude to the fact because in in the books and stuff like that, like remember they they added that recent like last year there was some Star Wars book where they talked about like Obi Wan learned this ability oh, yeah. about ten yeah. years, which is right where we're at the ability right. to manifest. I think it was the Star Wars book from Coffee with yeah. Dan Z's for, book, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, right. Where they they added that little tidbit that oh hey like this is where you sort of begin to learn it. Now I guess and I didn't really know this, but I guess that Qui Gon's ability it, it, to do to do it through the force isn't as strong as mm-hmm. like yoda's and stuff like that and so he can only his voice persists right i would yeah. just wreck i would wreck on that yeah 100 percent. because because what, what we don't care yeah, we don't care it doesn't matter yeah, we, we don't care uh, yeah. also what happened back in the day what timothy zahn this i loved i matt first of right. all I just every once in a while we're in a Star Wars episode. We're so deep that I just have to come out of it and say I love Star Wars. Okay, man, I just freaking uh, love yes it. because this is where I'm at. T- Timothy's on in, in one of his books. Uh, said I uh, know it was it was right after I think it was, it was Luke Skywalker was dealing with this thing. Yeah, Obi Wan came to him in the Force and he said that his time was starting. Like he couldn't just he wasn't always just going to be available as a Force ghost. Like he was there preserved in in the Nether. You know uh whatever side of of the force for a time and could appear kind of in this upper you know whatever his his physical form but oh as time went on throughout legends 
that voice became more and more distant. He had finished some, like he had helped out in, in whatever way he needed to and, and was gone and would eventually go away. So, and then, so I think that's, that's a cool thing that you could have someone kind of dissipate as like, as Obi, as Qui-Gon is talking to Yoda and Obi-Wan and teaching them whatever his moment is, it starts to kind of dwindle and that's okay, but still bring him on as a force ghost. That doesn't mean we can't do that. 100% right. we should still do that and have him on as a force ghost because it doesn't matter. I think actually, he you know, what would be stronger and then maybe, you know, it would be here and uh, you know, it'd be yeah. even more awesome. Yeah, is we we want Qui Gon to come back, right, and speak yeah. in the Force. But what if it's not to Obi Wan? Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh, and then it's God. like the seeds of like Vader's redemption begin here. Yeah, it would be, it would be something. It would be something because Qui Gon so believes in him, right? I take Anakin Skywalker as my Padawan. Anakin, right? no. Yeah. I mean, dude, uh, yeah, he, when he's, he's lashing out, he has been overseeing him. I think it actually makes more sense, possibly, that he would speak to them. And if he does talk to Obi-Wan, it's sort of a, you have to, maybe Obi-Wan is starting to do what he does in the originals, which is to seal up and say, no, there is no hope for Vader. And that's why Luke is a new hope, right? Because... He right. is carrying the hope for his father. When Yoda and Obi-Wan say he's more machine, there's no, he, you must face him. If you don't face him, then the emperor has already won. That needs to, we need to see that in Obi-Wan, which is this, this almost, you know, glad to see an old master, but no, I can't. Or maybe he does go yeah. to try to speak to him and then it doesn't work or something. Um, here, here's a question for you. And this will be a poll that I'll probably run. Yeah. Will we, I'm going to ask you two characters, will we see them? Because I'm pretty sure we're going to see Bail Organa. Um, yeah. Like, thousand percent sure we're going to see some sort of de-aged Leia. Again, just have her daughter play her, but, God. you know, whatever, however, however, however you want to do it. Right. Um. Any, I don't think we're going to see Han. Don't think we're going to see Chewie, unless it's like some sort of like cameo in the back or something mm -hmm. like that. I don't think we're going to see Maul either. Mm -mm. Um. Ahsoka. Wow. Do I think we're going to see her? I think for a split second we are. I like do. A little, a little, little on screen cameo. I think hey, you're, you would miss an opportunity if you don't to really bridge the yeah. Clone Wars and Rebels and all this stuff to it. Right. And what they're trying, if you want to make her. So the fact that I remember when we first were talking about, oh, could they bring Ahsoka back? Could they bring Ezra Bridger? People used to write us and they would say, guys, come on. They're not bringing right. a comic book character. They're not bringing an animated character. But they have. And why wouldn't they? So anyway, I think you could. And it's an opportunity to show to, to a larger audience. Like, oh, don't forget about this girl. You know, oh, she was in this show? Because it is a lot of, my big worry is that you go from Mandoverse to Obi-Wan to Andor, back to Mandoverse, back to Acolyte. You know, it is, you are expecting mainstream fans to bounce around quite a bit. So it, it, you can help them bridge that gap by you know if you ever want to do an acolyte thing or like go back to the high republic you got to show a de-aged yoda you gotta that's your bridge back to that and say, oh that's this is this is back when yoda was younger it helps people who are not really into right. it you know figure that sort of thing out so if, if you saw an ahsoka for a hot second i think it'd be a good thing but i so i think we are going to actually see uh, a little bit of ahsoka i really do um Especially do you think we will see bit. do you think we'll see yoda 
Ooh. Actually, this is one where I'd be okay if they didn't. Give us Qui-Gon instead. See, this is where I get a little upset because with the sequels. You didn't necessarily like God, it was a there's there's a chance to do more with like Vader. You know, episodes one right. through six, it's about Vader. And then oh, well, it's just now it's about Vader's grandchildren. But he never speaks to them. He became he was literally standing there looking at his son. I know. <laughs> in, in Return of the Jedi, and he makes zero appearance in the season. And Big and problem. the fact that they changed it from a uh, Sebastian Shaw or not I Sebastian know. Shaw. What's, was it right? Is that uh, his name? Yeah. Stan, yeah, it is Sebastian. No, Shaw. that's like Sebastian Stan is the Winter Soldier. I know I was getting confused. <laughs> Sebastian Shaw, right? Oh, yeah. Um to Hayden. And then it's like, wow, you could literally use Hayden as your as your force ghost. And yeah. I know. We didn't get that in the sequels, and we so we so thought we were going to. Right. So so you don't want you don't need to to bring Yoda in for everything, especially when you have Qui Gon Jinn. That would mean more to folks, I think, than anything else. And actually, if you're gonna bring Yoda in, you you had better bring in Qui Gon too. There's just really no. I mean, like if you're gonna right. do both, just go, like give us like I said, err on the side of give us too much. Okay, that's right. uh, I would rather err on that side than not give us Qui Gon and give us like Yoda. I don't know. Okay, so what about is it? I I think some of this stuff could be referenced with by like some of our maybe our Leia or our um no oh god our Leia or our um Bail Organa any stuff mm-hmm. going on with Mandalore which could just give us like a like you know one of the things that one of the, some of the stuff they did in Rogue One that was so cool was they just like named dropped a bunch of stuff like in passing that like late mattered later like oh the hyperspace mm-hmm. tracking oh that matters later. Like, or do you think could maybe Grogu? Oh my God! So you bring up two. You, you bring up two options here: right. uh, a reference to Grogu and then a reference to Mandalore. Let me tell you this: mark my words. At forty some minutes in this podcast, we're going to refer back to this because I think as is going to nail us on the head right here. Okay. Um, Obi Wan, we're we're looking for things that would pull him off world. I think someone does come to him. I think her name is Bo-Katan or Bo-Katan, and she says, hey, I need help. You once aided my sister, you know, in her hour of need. You helped us back in the day. You were close with my sister. She already does it in the Clone Wars. And again, if something else dreadful comes, he can just say, no, like, I've been there, done that. Ahsoka got involved. That was her whole, like, he could also turn her down. So that could be some some quick nod, uh, show us Bo-Katan and say, hey, Here's a connection between Obi-Wan and Satine and uh, Mandalore. Give us a little bit more of that story. Like where they're like the empire is wrecking our home, you know, or something. Uh, this, this cry, even if it's a, even if it's a transmission that gets through on some droid. And it's not, not the same thing that like Leia did with R2, but something that gets to Obi-Wan to get his attention. Right. And maybe they intercept it maybe maybe vader intercepts it and it's someone trying to get a hold of and it never gets to obi-wan you know like both bo katan's reaching out vader and moff gideon there's it there's somebody you want to bring somebody in you know mandalore connections i don't know man like that's that's kind of a cool i never thought about mandalore being connected into obi-wan he's he's got he's got deep ties yes he does because how many people how many people are gonna know that obi-wan right is Nobody knows he's on Tatooine. Like that's what it takes Maul forever to to you know to figure it out, right? Um, right. Yeah, I guess other characters maybe you know we could potentially see in some sort of 
cameo no. something would be like Lando. Maybe I got a big one for see. you. Who? I got a big one. We all been wondering who saved Grogu. You know, what I mean, not that one. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what if it was? <laughs> what if it was? You know, that would be crazy. Obi Wan or people are talking like Barasafi. Okay, uh, does that individual seek out someone like Yoda and he's like, you know, whatever, move right. along. Um, uh, Mace Windu back from right. the dead seeks him out you know who knows that would be interesting if they no there's no way that would be that's but like i'm getting kind of tinfoil here because uh because yeah it'd just be cool to have mace windu back but i don't know i i, I think um there there could be a connection to grogu because that is a batch of time where you can make some sort of connection you know what i mean you can really right talk about like that would leia leia and bail organa could know about him and like try to maneuver or something to save him yeah, they could. Absolutely, they could. Right. And, and and also, so Bale, since he knows about Obi-Wan and Leia tries to get to Obi-Wan, that they had, it's a secret they have. They've used it once in Rogue One, but could they have used it prior? You know what I mean? Because right. this is Rogue One happens later. Maybe they were more in touch with Obi-Wan and, and keeping right. keeping uh, tabs on there's him. There's Re- the Rebels gang, too. You could see, like, a young Harrison Dula. Like, there's a lot. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a lot of characters you could really pull it. And again, you don't necessarily have to have, you don't have to have them have like a big full episode or any of this stuff. Right. But like in passing at a starport or something, like, oh, like yeah. Chopper, like ch- seeing Chopper yeah. in Rogue One is like, that's all we need. Awesome. Like, a pa- like yeah. seeing the Millennium Falcon in episode three is like, boom. Yep. Okay. Yep. There it is. Rolling in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I like those things. Those are good Easter eggs, and that's fun for people. And if you don't want to go overkill, yeah, you got time. Throw it in there. That's that's easy with, you know, CGI or an actor or whatever, whoever. Yeah, I like that. Now I'm just trying to think of other big, big individuals. Like, I mean, Jabba the Hut. You know. Yeah. Tatooine, Jabba, that'd be a big one. That would be Rito. Greedo, yes. Those <laughs> are some heavy hitters from back in the day. I mean, do you think we be... see his fight against BK? Oh gosh, I don't know exactly how that went down. No, we were looking at that when he BK showed up. I don't really know when or how that happened. Maybe, uh, or when that was time. You know, we're right. around about when that happened. That'd be crazy. That'd be kind R5, of R cool five. We'll probably see R five. Jesus, a young Palimato. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, but good. Actually, you could. You're right. You know, um, yeah, because you want to connect these things together. I don't you don't need all of those connections, but there's definitely ways to do these things and to make these connections and have them happen. So maybe you see some of the Tuscans that are then with Boba Fett. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. Maybe he's closer with the Tuscans than we realized. You know, Yoda had good relations with the Wookiees. Right. And then you see Obi-Wan doing you're going to have to go to the visual, the visual for this, where he does sort of like this sort of. You know, yeah. Talk hand talk over to the Tuscans. Who knows? That'd be kind of cool, right? Where, where do you where do we think it's all taking place at? Well, yeah, definitely gonna. I mean, was that uh, image that was released? You showed us that, right? That was the Obi Wan uh, walking, right. holding the lightsaber. That was on Tatooine. That at least right. for sure looked like it was okay uh, on Tatooine. So we, we got that. We're gonna have Vader on. You know, now here's something cool. I just on thought Mustafar. about this. Yeah, you could have that. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, where else could Vader be? So the the executor on on his command ship, that would be kind of cool to to see him there. Maybe we get another shot of him checking up on now. Hold on a second. Hold on. No, I'm I 
I, I can't remember. I don't know if we talked about this. I think we talked about this before we pressed record, but uh, Ian McDermott coming back. He's sort of, yeah. I don't, I don't think we're going to see him on screen, but you can do a de-aging hologram, just use his voice. Super easy to do. I definitely, right. I 1000% think we're getting the emperor in some, like we will see him or hear yeah. his voice. Like, yeah. To me, that's like that's an obvious. It's getting the old gang back together. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got them. Use them. I mean, this is where if I mean, is Max is Max Rebo on on that? Is we gonna? <laughs> is he just I mean, learning to play right now? Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? Hold on. Let me look at the timeline here. The Star if Wars Max timeline. Rebo shows up in the Obi Wan show, something is up. Something is up. If he's there again, then they're <laughs> setting us up for something big. Something big. So maybe you can help me pull this up as we as we look at this. The I got the the galactic timeline pulled up here. When was because mm, I'm wondering, you know, like if you're if you're following Vader and you're looking at like who he could be around, whether it's like like the Death Star still being worked on, is um, Thrawn around? Like, or, or is this pre- so? It's ten years after Return of the Jet, or I'm sorry, after Revenge of the Sith. Right, it's when this is taking place. Right. They said ten years after. So, when did Rebels take? So that's place? roughly Rebels. I think is like two to three years before it, because Rebels pretty much ends uh, right before. Oh, now. Okay. Like Rogue Rogue One is like the day of. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Let me look here. So yeah, I think your timeline on that. Um... Oh my gosh! Why don't they make it easy, man? BBY. Yeah, timeline five BBY. So five years before the Battle of Yavin, which. Okay, hold on a second. That's five years before the Battle of, of Yavin. Um, whereas, like, 10 years would be. God, Anakin's, Anakin's Wikipedia page is so massive. Um, let's see. Revenge of the Sith. One okay, the war of the Moncala War, that's like a year into it. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so big. Saw Guerrera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's where I was trying to figure out like some of those characters who were they alive? But well, obviously he was around for Rogue One. So this would um, be this would be what? This what so year would this be? That's this what I'm trying to figure out. If we're if revenge is nineteen B nine. So we're at we're at like nine BBY. Yeah, we're at nine BBY. You're right. So and then Rebels actually takes place, my friend, prior to. Or I'm sorry, after, after right five. So it's it's at five yes. BBY. Now hold on, this is a game changer here. Hold on a second, because I was thinking it was different. Um, so Obi Wan happens before Rebels comes out, meaning Kanan is still out there working on stuff. Kanan Jarrus is running around, my friend. Uh, yes. Ezra Bridger's very young. Like, like super like younger. Four years younger than what he is in the show. Because this is about four years prior. So you've got Harrison Dula. Um, yeah, you're right. You've got Saw. You could have uh, Galen Erso. God. Um, quite a few, folks. Yeah, and or connections, all of it. So, so Thrawn's there. I mean, that was what I was, I was trying to get to, which was that Thrawn is oh, still. Could we meet Thrawn in this? I mean, if you're, you have him in the, you've name dropped him. Now I know where they want to maybe reveal him is in the Ahsoka series or something big like that. But if you want to do some, 
if you've got an actor and you know that's coming and you're shooting stuff and you that would be a huge one matt first of all if thrawn walks onto a ship and vader's talking to thrawn i'll lose my mind that's i think that i think but i think that happens after see okay so 12 bby um is when the when vader's castle is constructed okay so that means the so the next thing on his Wikipedia page is rebels, Lothal, like war with the rebellion. So between rebels and his castle being built is when Obi Wan takes place, right? Because twelve, because we said Obi Wan's taking place around nine BBY, um, and we know right. that we know that Thrawn isn't taken off. The, pull up Thrawn's uh, page here because that Ezra Bridger and he that's at the end of of all right, um, media. They're doing a lot of work on Thrawn. They're making Thrawn the big bad for the Ahsoka series and this over this someone who. And so here's what's here's what's interesting is that, yeah, there are some comics here, some of these Vader comics, I think. Um, So the last thing, abandoning his physical body, Vader entered a realm in which he experienced visions of his past, present and future. He saw himself as a child hunted by the very form of what he would become, becoming a child. Once again, he gradually grew up along the memories of his upbringing. After experiencing a vision of him dueling his former apprentice, Ahsoka Tano, Vader entered another vision of the Jedi Temple and fought against um, the specters of various Jedi. After disposing them, Vader journeyed further into the temple upon uh, coming upon forms of Sheev Palpatine and Obi-Wan, both who claimed to be his father. After killing Kenobi, the vision of Palpatine uh, motioned Vader to stand down, which Vader responded with a barrage of force lightning and destroyed the specter. Finally, um, Vader found himself on a balcony with, uh, with uh, Padme, uh, standing before him, Vader, now in the form of Anakin, called uh, Padme to come with him. However, um, Padme simply told him that Anakin was dead before leaping from a balcony. Vader screamed in agony as the specter of Padme was destroyed by a bullet of lightning. He then saw a beacon of blue light in the distance. Within the beacon uh, was a figure who activated a blue lightsaber, pushing Vader back and returning him from to his body after awakening in the castle and retrieving the lightsaber vader destroyed the dark side locus sealing up the door before he was unable to restore um his wife sometime later vader uh contacted his master and informed him that he was still alive the emperor asked vader if he would return to coruscant to which vader said he soon would the emperor then asked vader if the truth um if the truth he learned on mustafar was what uh, he needed vader then hung uh, uh hung up and uh while standing in front of the finally completed Fortress Vader answered yes. Vader went on to return Mom Mom's mask to Sidious, which is something he was on the thing for, who placed it in his personal yacht, the Imperialist, under the watch of two royal guards. The next thing is war with the rebellion, Lothal. So in between so Vader, so the last so basically Vader's got his castle built after doing some sort of, you know, vision quest there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um and then rebels right which is which is years later so there is this like you said so that's about that's about what so 12 to so 12 to 9 bby is three years so from the and then destruction of the fortress yeah so yeah so and then from nine to rebels is what four years four years yeah so four years prior to season one episode one of rebels and three years after that final vader comic yeah crazy crazy with this is i mean again they just sort of said about 10 years i think they said right. now that that's where, like that's where in star wars that's what i'm saying this guy whoever's writing this it, you can't just throw out a number 
right? You got to make sure you got to look at this stuff and say, all right, where do we want to tell the story? Where, where is there a block of, you know, time that, that we can, that we can tell this. And I just think it's cool. Cause like, right. So in nine, in nine BBY, the death star is moved to Scarif. The cover up of the existence of the death star to the galactic empire launches, uh, the cover up to the existence of the death star, the galactic empire launches the sterilization of Geonosis, bringing its multi-year occupation to an end. Uh, Maria Larte is promoted to rank of captain at a ceremony on Alderaan. Forlom and Zuckus attempt to capture Han Solo and Chewbacca <laughs> before crashing onto a planet full of scorpion droids. Um, that's really honestly about it. This is listed as the Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi mm -hmm. thing. Right. And yep. then it is mentioned in the Aftermath book, I think probably just talking about uh, the Death Star being so here we go. You you, you mentioned sort of like the the Chrysanthemum connection. That's ten right. BBY, though. The he goes. Um, Jabba so that has our, that has already happened. Yeah, unless they're being kind of you know nineteen right, BBY loose. was re uh, revenge. So yes, ten years later would be nine according to us. But, yes, I mean this is you know within a year I'd give them you know if you, if you want to do it. Maybe you still right. could could pull that off. Um, See, I, you could you could do that, and then because because remember the whole part of that comic is that after the after that all happens is um, Owen you know says hey you need to stay away from Luke yeah and yeah, then, yeah. then he could be like okay well if I can't protect Luke anymore I'll go protect Leia and then he realizes I gotta go back and protect Luke yeah yeah that that well that'd be kind of interesting and I, that um, could that could be this whole thing right. That could be the whole Obi-Wan show purpose. Sure. The other thing here, too, just as for folks to speculate and theorize on, because I hope people send us stuff. We got a couple months here left on on speculation uh, is one of your favorite movies. Solo is 10 BBY. Right. Like, yeah. what? I mean, that's I'm looking at all the Kira uh, stuff going on here. That's when she joins up with Maul. So Maul is at the height of his power. Real. I mean, kind of at Crimson right. Dawn. And then what right happens? Time. And then like. It just all falls apart. Is Obi Wan a part of that? See, I don't, I don't know that they're gonna, because, because again, they're gonna fight. Because when Maul, because when we when we see Maul a few years later, he's just hanging out on Dathomir, and he seems like he's lost. He's lost. I mean, dude, I went back and rewatched that actually, like the Rebel, some of the scenes, because I was wanting mm -hmm. to check on the dark saber. Maul has like he's gotten full mental. Like if you look at, it, did you know? If, and there's a scene, and then let me pull this up. There is a scene of it where like Maul has drawn like Sabine, like um, Satine, like him killing her. And he's like, got, I don't know if, if I don't know if he has like laughing signs around or whatever, but he's like, he's like so proud of the fact that he did that. Cause really? he's like, he's just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me pull it up on YouTube here. Well, and while you while do that, I'm, I, I've got a couple things here. So you're looking at um, Darth Maul. And discovering Kenobi, guess when he does that is two BBY. So that from the time of the Obi-Wan series, that is going to be seven years later. So yeah. maybe in those seven years, that's a long time. You know, the, the whole galactic, I think we we forget that zero BBY or whatever. Um, or one BBY from to return is what four, five BBY, something like that. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ABY after the battle of Yavin. Uh, so that took place in four years, all this galactic conch, this crazy battle things happening in four years in seven years. That's a long time. 
So Obi-Wan Invader, or I'm sorry, uh, Maul. There's just been no reference to Maul whatsoever. I think that could be a huge kind of. Yeah, dude, look at this picture. If you've honestly never really like put looked at this like this, dude, it's in all honesty, it is like Clone Wars and Rebels get a little dark. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see it. Okay. In the background, he's this is where he's got his dark saber. Like literally that is it's sateen and he's got like her throat slit. He's literally in his like madness built a shrine to the fact that he like did that to obi-wan it's like a small detail if you don't ever like pay attention to i didn't even i never thought about it until i saw somebody's comment and they're like jesus christ man he literally built a shrine i never saw that either that's unreal that's unreal (laughs) that is i mean dave florence that's crazy that is crazy that's in there god yeah (sighs) and like if you look at some of the other like stuff in the room too um, cause he's just here on Dathomir. He's got his little shrine. Right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's just lost. I mean, he's wearing like robes and stuff. I mean, look, like all Whoa, of these, like what's, what's all of these, there? all of these things on the wall clearly are, I'm sure is just like, he's just like so obsessed wait, wait, now with like, go back just a little bit. Uh, back to the, those pictures, the little tiny right there. Stop. Looks like it's look at the big lettering in the back. Right. So it looks like there's a t- couple of T's and. Like, right. I don't know what that says. It says something. It feels like. Yeah. Anyway, I I see what you're saying, though. Yeah, dark. Oh, I mean, God. There's that. a, that's it. And he's, got her, and he's got her eyes, like, cut out, too. It's like I never I never thought about it because, it, like, the scene, it's, it happens so fast. And then he's just got the, he's got the dark saber there. Yeah. Uh, that's wild. See, it makes me wonder if something happened between the two of them, more so than what we've seen, like another confrontation, because he was in, the head of crimson. Kira Dawn. probably just manipulates him, I, because she's she's like, I mean, obviously she's manipulated Dry, the uh, um, she's manipulated uh, Dryden boss, Dryden right? Boss, yeah. yeah. Um, to like, I mean, to become part of his inner circle and gets him to do stuff. She probably just realizes this mall is unstable, mm-hmm. and she. Kira might be the one to push Maul into all of this, like just by suggest, like hinting at her. Sure, takes his seat of power if he's that like, easily pushed like, off. Yeah, like how could you, like how could you let this Obi one guy, and then he just becomes that much more obsessed with it, where he's now just hanging out on Dathmir. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. So okay, man, there's a lot. There's, I a mean, lot. holy, they zoom in on that. What's with the? I know it's supposed to be all hinting towards like an Obi-Wan confrontation, but also it's not like it's Obi-Wan. So I get why you would choose. You wouldn't want that to be a clear. He hates Obi-Wan and he's seeking only because that was the whole surprise. So it's a little subtle thing, but dang, he's got a, a real, you really have to pay attention to some of these, these rebels and stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, anyway, I mean, if if we got Easter eggs like Kanan and 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 Harris and Dula and stuff like that, you've got uh, Freddie, Freddie Bad Prince Batch. Jr. Hey, Bad Batch had like a full Hera episode. Yeah, and had yeah, and, and had um Kane and Caleb Doom was there in the beginning, right, right with his master. Yeah. So, um, I feel like you have a chance to do those types of things. Any chance that Darth Vader has an apprentice? Probably not. They're not going that crazy, are they? No. Yeah, it's just the Inquisitors. God, though, I wish Star Killer was a thing. You know, 
Because if, if that was so. a new canon, if that was if that video game was in canon, we'd be that's all we'd be talking about right now. We'd be like, Obi Wan's gonna be facing him. But yeah, anyway, um, Thrawn. I still think I still I still think there's a chance that we see Vader mention Thrawn or he talks about Thrawn or something. Gives an order, uh, get me Grand Admiral Thrawn or something. Who knows? Because it's yeah, before somebody, Rebel. Somebody says here. Hold on, Tarkin. Somebody- you can see Mandalorian letters on the wall. Oh, and that what you just showed me because there was big Hold letters. On, but, no. That along with Satine Shrine shows how Mandalore, Satine, and Obi Wan were all wrapped up in this. So this person is saying that the letters behind Maul here, mm-hmm. it's written in Mandalorian, but it it says Obi Wan. Oh, really? So it's written that, in a different that I would that I would have to go confirm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not uh, at that level. I love those guys for all the interpretations and all the you know deciphering that they do. But yeah, see, I, I wouldn't see I like, you know, there's stuff that I'm fine with them retconning, but I could there's I couldn't you couldn't retcon them all. Obi-Wan fight. Mm-mm. No, it's too but... good. And, but see that that was like this is nine BBY. I'm saying he can't that fight. That happens in, a few years later. Right. Yeah. Uh, seven years later, he fights and kills Maul. So seven years prior to that, could he have met him in a quick one-off skirmish? Maybe. But I don't know why you need to show us that. Because no. Kira just joined up in the solo movie with Darth Maul. And also, I feel like we would have heard something. Like you often say, you know, those are some pretty heavy-hitting names and characters. Like, that would be right. I will say the Obi One leaks. The Obi One leaks are like, because man, there's a there's there because I follow this. I follow all the leakers and everything. Yeah. Um, like I can tell you like so much of what's what's happening in like the DC universe and all like a lot of, a lot of the a lot of this stuff. But right. um, like like it's man, Disney's got this Obi One thing like locked down. Good, good. Yeah, just awesome. Yeah, I wonder if they're like we might only get like a small teaser because we're surprised we haven't gotten a trailer for it at all. Cause it's supposed to be in may, correct? It's, it's a may thing. May 25th. Yep. That's confirmed. May 25th locked. Wait, that's like Disney. Disney said that. Uh, May 25th. Well, hold on a second. May 26th, May 26th is star Wars celebration. Yeah. The next day. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. That is, that is really awesome, actually. So, so that's and that's just episode one, though, right? Are they dropping it all? There's gonna be three episodes, or we don't know how they're doing it. Oh, we don't know. We don't know how they're. Yeah. We don't know how they're how, how they're how they're gonna do it. My guess is that they do it the way they've been doing it, which is Disney has just been doing week by week. Well, if they're smart, right? You would do that, and then at celebration, you do like a sneak peek for the next episode, episode two or whatever, right. and that'd be right. really cool for folks to see that, and then. I will say though, if you go every week, I mean, the, the Obi One thing is so big, but man, it's it's going to be running into it's going to be running into some stuff. Yeah, because like Stranger Things comes out like the next week. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, because Stranger Things, Stranger Things is Stranger Things is gonna is, is the season is so big they're splitting up into two into two, two parts. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. Got I mean, I, I don't I don't think that I don't think you have to worry about the Obi One numbers, but I mean, again, it's one of these things where it's like you run it against nothing else it's it, you don't have yeah. to worry about right right yeah 
Yeah. So, and it's going to be a short, right? It should, should, they said it'll be shorter. So it'll be a little mini series, um, supposedly. So that'll be good. I, I'm, I'm excited for that. So when, when, I mean, gosh, it's February, like March, April, May. When do we see the trailer? Yeah. Like, so I was thinking, I was trying to think, um, cause Disney doesn't have anything else big. Um, well, so moon Knight. when does moon Knight come out? March 30th. Okay. There's really nothing from now until then, but I would have to imagine they want, they want to moon Knight is going to be their focus. And then the Dr. Strange movie, which is like May 6th. So mm-hmm. yeah. my, I would, if I were them, I would probably do the trailer. Some I'm guessing sometime in April would be my guess mm-hmm. is when you, when you drop like the big trailer for this whole deal. So you get so moon Knight like moon Knight gets a couple episodes in it gets, it's, it gets, it's, it's feet wet, it's running, and then you've really got to start. Then they're really going to be pushing the um, Doctor Strange movie, and then you're going to be pushing Obi Wan. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That because yeah. that's their that's their next big block of stuff. Right. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm I'm really hopeful um, that we get just a sneak peek. I want them to still keep this like locked down we don't need any huge you don't have to sell us right to go watch obi-wan you just need you, all you need to do is to say kenobi you know right. series that's it and there i'm good go. so whew. yeah there's a lot of star wars stuff coming out right now D- disney's got a lot of stuff coming out right now it's like it's like too much to handle and that's just yeah. them right now right this is it i love the content wars because it is insane right. right now literally the sheer amount of content coming out like right now yeah like across the board is like this year alone as we are getting mm-hmm. just so we, we got we got the end of boba fett right 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 um we still have the hangover from spider-man mm-hmm. we're literally we're getting what's we're getting what's every critic is already saying is like the best batman movie possibly ever in a in like next next week we're getting a harry potter movie we're yep. getting an obi-wan series we're gonna get mando season three we're getting andor we're getting moon knight we're getting the doctor strange movie mm-hmm. which literally is like have you seen the trailer for that they've got yeah. like professor xavier is dude, in it and then we're dude. supposed to get like tom cruise iron man and like all of this stuff that's happening we're getting the flash movie michael keaton's coming back as batman stranger things is like yeah. two seasons because it's too big yeah. house of the dragon lord of right. the rings yeah. wheel of time Down. season two it's awesome i know i know it is <laughs> literally for guys like us who just love tv and movies and so like because we always have we've always loved right watching our shows get your popcorn sit down eat, you know do your thing i love it it's freaking phenomenal the weekends are just great you're just packed with good good watching and good content for us it's it's it is literally a lot of fun and i can't wait to speculate about it. i'm excited for the batman movie like legitimately all the, all the, all the early reviews are saying they're like there are literally like there is yet like it's everyone's saying it's amazing like it's a three hour batman movie which is the longest batman movie they're like it's super dark they're like it's honestly more of like a murder crime like mystery that's amazing that's amazing i'm all for it well i yeah we're gonna be drinking some extra coffee to make sure you know lottie stays up during that i I told her it's it's go time it's you know now is this now, I know we're talking Star Wars here, but since I got a Batman expert on the on on the right. show here, what, is this connected? Is it? It's not connected. No, it's its own the, thing. 
Okay. But it could be though, right? Because they're it doing be, the multiverse. It could be connected. Right. So they they actually already started the multiverse well yeah. before Marvel, which is always the case. DC always does it well before Marvel. Yeah. So because Ezra Miller's Flash, who is the Flash in the DCEU, already showed up in the television Crisis on Infinite Earths. He did? Yeah, he did. He, he, has, a, he has a cameo with the TV Flash. Yeah. Remember when they did that thing? Because they connect the Flash and Arrow. I didn't think he was in Supergirl. it, though. That's awesome. Okay. Yes, he is. He's in it. Well, I, and did you watch? And I know you haven't watched Peacemaker yet. Oh my God, he's he in a full it. scene. Yeah, this was well before Spider Man and all this other stuff. Oh my God, I did not know yeah. he was in there. He has a cool, he has a cool little cameo. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. Keep so I know you yeah. haven't you haven't watched Peacemaker yet. No, no. But go ahead and you spoil something if you want. I mean, it's out. Well, People. it's it, there's just a cameo in the in the season finale, which just happened. Yeah. So they're Tell like, you need to watch the whole deal anyway. So you just you need you need to watch the whole show because it's amazing. But then the final sort of the final scene is so the whole season, uh, <laughs> like yeah. the whole season. I love this peacemaker John Cena's character, right? Who's in Suicide Squad, um, the Suicide Squad, I should say, is like constantly ragging on all the other superheroes, like the yeah. whole time. He's just like, oh, he sucks, and like you know, I don't want to use prof- I, we don't really use profanity on this podcast, but you right. know, it's like saying everything. Ever- like a big joke is that Aquaman hooks up with fish. That's like a joke yeah. that he makes yeah. like throughout several episodes. Yeah. So they find at the final episode, like it's just him, and they got to take down this big monster and they do and one of the one of the the girl um gets injured and he's like carrying her out but so in the beginning of the episode um the one of the members of the team uh calls somebody and asks like well i don't know like we're trying to deal with this like giant space monster can you send the justice league and so at the end he's walking out he's walking out after they've already defeated it you see like this flash of lightning and you see like four silhouettes and it's Superman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, and Aquaman. And then as he's walking past me, he's like, hey, you effers are late. Like, maybe you should hurry. Like, you know, oh, along, along those lines. My. And then he walks past them. And Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller turn to each other. And they're, and they're like, I hate that. Like, you know, like. Oh, no. <laughs> and so, like, Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill are in. Which, right. by the way, I learned the reason why Henry Cavill can't, like, appear in stuff right now. It's really weird. Yeah. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but, uh, and then Batman and Cyborg were originally supposed to be in it, but they've got other plans because they're going to be involved in, like, yeah. the, the Flash movie and stuff. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, yeah, but Ezra Miller and and uh, Jason Momoa are in it. Like well, that's they, they're in huge. it. And they make a they make a cool little cameo, and he's like, "Dude, oh. that's he, he he jokes at him again as he's walking past him, and he's like, hey you effers are late.' Like, right, right. Why don't you, why don't you go? Why don't you go f a fish, Aquaman? Like, oh and, like, and, and Aquaman turns to the Flash, and he's like, "God, like that rumor's so dumb." And Aquaman's like, or Flash is like, "It's not a rumor, huh?" And he's like, "F you, Barry." Like, and it's yeah, like this, yeah, whole, yeah, 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 it's like it's this whole deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh. <laughs> So it was, oh, it's so cool. So anyway, so I guess I was reading that James Gunn said that um, that Marvel actually owed them one for that. He said that he said, yeah, well, he's like because he's filming Guardians three. And mm-hmm. he said that, yeah, DC actually filmed um, some screen testing for one of the characters of some peacemakers and guardians. And he said, so Marvel actually owed us one. So they so Marvel filmed Ezra Miller because 
they didn't Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller weren't there. They like green screen it, you know, combined it because yeah. they're like standing on opposite sides, cameras here, cameras there. Um, so that's kind of cool that like Marvel uh like did it or or whatever so but uh, yeah there's something i just said there's something i literally just said i said i'll get to that henry henry cavill you said he couldn't oh so yeah yeah, so henry cavill yeah um has like been unable to appear in things like if you've ever wondered why like they never have shown his face when like superman shows up in shazam Mm -hmm. and there's like another scene where superman shows up in another thing i guess there's like some he, he said that they missed some sort of weird um contract thing with netflix and that netflix currently owns like the like intellectual property of henry cavill's face like what yeah so you like you 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 have to like pay netflix right now if you want to like have henry cavill like appear okay that's kind of crazy he might want to it's part it's part of it's part of the witcher like it's about to end but he's like yeah it's something our lawyers missed my my like my attorney like we my agent missed that's a pretty but it's just ridiculous that netflix is like netflix is like well if you want to be this it's like dude makes me a little anti-netflix hey it is streaming wars dude Oh my gosh. Well, net, well, net, yeah. Well, anyway, we can talk about all this, uh, you know, another time we can talk yeah. about Star Wars, right? But it's just crazy to look at all this to, no, because again, Star Wars is in all, like, all the big part shows. Of the streaming wars, man. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's huge for Disney and, and, and we love it. And again, the one thing my biggest fear is, is that they get so involved in the wars that they make just, I don't know, they try, don't take, I feel like fans were, I didn't say this originally when the sequels came out, but I do kind of feel like they just took the Star Wars label and said, we can do what we want. And right. I don't want that mentality whatsoever. And I definitely think they learned their lesson. I, I haven't seen that since, really. I have not. Right. And it was, it was just a fumble. I don't think they really intended. I'm being dramatic, you know, but like, I just don't want to see that again with the Obi-Wan thing. I don't want to see them come out here and just say, no, nah, if we tag Obi-Wan on it or Kenobi, it's going to be fine. And not, you need to really do your homework yeah. and i don't know yeah i don't i don't think like i so far i i don't think disney has has fumbled any of their disney plus shows the only one i was like because i just finished hawkeye by the way i don't know if you've seen it i like I, I didn't finish it is it good to finish is oh it... like the first few episodes of hawkeye are like okay the the right. last like the last two are amazing the last two of hawkeye okay. are like See. it's really like the whole deal the last game and I'll, honest to god the last episode of hawkeye is like one of my favorite moments and like the whole deal. Like, I mean, of really? all of Marvel. All right. Well, it's so, oh, it's just, it's so good. I think I'm on the last two episodes, man. I think I yeah, literally just stopped. Just, I was like, it's, you know. it's, okay. it's, it's, oh, it's so good. good. Um, yeah. It, and because of that, Hawkeye, Hawkeye is now my favorite of the Marvel shows. I would put it above WandaVision and Loki. Yeah. I just, wow. I, was, I just loved it. I just That's really shocking. loved it. Okay. Um, especially because it makes you care about a character who I honestly didn't really didn't care. care that much about, which is Black Widow. Okay. Like, I was oh, kind of yeah. like, because yeah. my problem with the Black Widow movie is, is like, it had it come out before right. Endgame, I feel like I would have cared more. But in saying that, I I do feel like looking at those and looking at what they're doing with Mandalorian and Boba Fett, I don't know. I feel like they, I feel like they've, they found their footing, which is yeah. just do, I think we, we prefer this stuff more than we prefer, like, Star Wars movies. Because Star Wars movies have to be, like, massive yeah and and you i you saw it in rise of skywalker where they felt like they had to pack so much in i was out of breath i mean when we were watching it just because they there's so much they want to do you got to tell the story there's so many pieces that have to go into it and it just 
you're, you're right. jamming a bunch of it's a huge universe to, to try to make all right. the different connections and make it work even solo like solo gets looked down upon but i feel like people who watch everyone i've ever talked to who has watched solo like by itself they weren't like part of mm -hmm. the when everything was coming out mm -hmm. everyone loves it yeah if solo had come out if solo had come out christmas and yeah. then last jedi last jedi comes out the following christmas as opposed to like last jedi then solo mm -hmm. i think that everyone would have solo in a much higher regard and i think yeah. everyone would everyone would view it so much better yeah i think you're right it is proximity it's the timing it's the way that it came out because i love it i i enjoy it and i think it's just fun it's just like it it's, not, it's not it's not it's not good. like the best star wars movie ever but it's just and, and it's just it's Matt. just a fun it's just a fun movie like i love it because it's just i pop it in we're hanging out it's right. on one-liners all yeah. Reich. Yeah. i mean it's, it's just great here's it's just a fun movie so the problem though i think is that like from a business perspective i don't know if this is true or not but i think they look at it and they go oh well it was bad because or the, the numbers or the money didn't look as great as as whatever but hold on the thing is like that might have nothing to do with the actual right. movie itself because everyone's like, no, we like the movie. It, you right. lost a lot of people who aren't Star Wars fans because of what happened in it The Last out, Jedi. Like, it came out it and came it came out, out like three Endgame. weeks after in, in or Infinity War. All right. Okay. Yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. Yep. And it's just like, what are you doing? I know. <laughs> Competing with yourself. Yeah, I know. So I, yeah, I, I hope they will look at that and say, no, these are good characters. It was a good idea. And it's, you know. Right. Yeah, so hopefully we see. Because I think, I think, I think, in all honesty, too, like I'm, like a lot of times I'll watch something that doesn't do great in the box office, but it's like it's it's like it ends with a moment where it's like this could have a sequel, mm -hmm. and it's it's how I feel about Wheel of Time, right? Like I watched Wheel mm -hmm. of Time season one, I was like, this is okay, mm -hmm. the ending was bad, but there's a lot of potential here for like to improve upon, yeah, and have something good. Right. And I feel like that, like that's how I feel about Solo, and that's how I feel about a lot of Star Wars stuff. Like some stuff is like, you when I first thought about Rebels, and I saw this kid with the, the what I thought was honestly the dumbest lightsaber I'd ever seen, mm -hmm. with Ezra with Ezra Bridger's lightsaber. Oh yeah, I, I literally I was so turned off. I was like, that's the Me dumbest too. thing I've ever Me too. Seen. Like, originally without having watched Not it. Like, that is the single dumbest thing I've ever seen in Star yeah. Wars. Like it's a freaking blaster star light lightsaber. It's stupid. Yeah. And then I watched Rebels. So I was fortunate enough to watch Rebels when it was all out. And I watched mm -hmm. episode one and I, or season one. And I was like, this is okay. And then I watched season two. I was like, this is freaking amazing. amazing. And then you watch season three. You're like, this is great. And then you watch season four. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, it's oh, just my God. How it goes. No, I know. And that's that's great. It's why you got to give things things a chance and give them time and all that kind of stuff. Do you think lat before I know we we're we're one more question about Star Wars Celebration. Do you think they might announce like a solo too? could could that I mean. Like, like, you know how they Star Wars projects right. way out there and they say, oh, way out in the future. I don't know that we'll ever wouldn't. I don't I, I don't know that we're ever going to get solo to as a movie. But my God, why not do it as a. As a Disney, as a Disney plus thing, it's cheaper, it's cheaper to do than a movie because movies mm -hmm. cost right now. It's about you're spending around 10 million an episode is like the right. going rate to do something of this, like a streaming thing. So you do six episodes, you're talking 60 million after you figure other stuff around, you're maybe at like a hundred million dollars, right? Mm -hmm. With marketing, all that other stuff, just to produce the full show. A right. movie, a movie budget is like 250 million dollars. Right. right. 
Yeah. And you get, and with, I feel like you get more out of these TV shows I feel like right you, now. And still with COVID and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you're, the box office numbers are way lower because people don't want to go to movies. Right. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather I mean, have a, I'd rather have a one season. I would much rather have a one six episode season. Even if I knew the episodes were only 30 minutes, absolutely. I would rather have that than I would a solo two movie. Yeah. I just want solo two content is really what I mean. I Anything too. I love it, and I it's feel good. so bad. I feel so bad for Alden and Reich. He and did a great job. He did he a did, really. He's, good job. He was an he is an amazing, an absolutely amazing Han Solo. Yep. And I hope that he gets to play the character again, 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 again someday. I'm I'm so much more on the line if I'd just rather recast somebody than I would. Yeah, with the de aging. I know it looked cooler this time, but. No, I same thing with the Luke thing. I think we need to quit beating around the bush. We need to we need to recast him and bring in Alden and bring in Lando. You've got Kira. If you want Kira to be a part of this, you've right. got some really good actors, some big stars. That right. you also have the guy that played the Winter Soldier guy. I'm sorry, we fan cast Rosario yeah, Dawson is a fan cast sort of right for Ahsoka, and it's the, yeah, got it. People it's, don't yeah, like people don't care. I mean, look at the most recent. Look, I mean, look at the most recent Spider Man movie. Like yeah. you have three totally different Spider-Man, but we all love them for each of the things. But at the end of the day, like in our head canon, it's still just Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is yep. is is how we view it. There's a, there's been different Batman. There's been different like whatever. Like I still think of Batman as like just this character I think of. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yep. the Joker has won two Academy Awards by two totally different portrayals of the Joker. Well, and again, the, the, the benefit Star Wars has is it's still working inside of its canon universe. And that's what people love. It's like, oh, this is still all story that matters and it still kind of fits and I can understand it. That's genius. It's great. Yeah. So hopefully. It's, just so, it's so weird that they just feel so hesitant to not recast. Yeah. I don't, I, Whose yeah. decision do you think that is? I don't know. I, I think they're wait again. I like the idea of bringing on Mark Hamill for the spirit of it and for a couple things, but go ahead and, and get to the point. Like you've done that enough. Okay. Um, and again, if he wants to come on and just sit on the side and we all know that he was in the room with the other actor who is now yeah. full on and bra- and he's coaching him up. Mark Hamill's giving him some, some tips, whatever. That's freaking awesome. I mean, they did it with Harrison Ford with, with right. Han solo. Right. One of the originals. Why yeah. can't you do it with Luke Skywalker? I hope they do. They got to get beyond like, that. Like Tarkin was cool because like, sure, again, yeah. I'd be I'd be fine if he did it, but he's in the movie such a small amount. Like even the Leia thing I was fine with. Absolutely. Because she literally, she just turns around. It's just hope. And and like you want to yeah. do it, like that's, that's fine. But then in some cases, it's like, it's just so weird. They just pick and choose. Like we're going to, we're going to bring back live action mall and it's going to be Ray park, but it's not going to be his Mm -hmm. voice. Like so weird. Yeah, I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. And then, then they didn't even have the same Luke Skywalker actor, right? Right. They had someone different, right? Um, They had two different guys. It's just crazy. So I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. All right, guys. Um, well, we were gonna do this rant about gal- the Galactic Star Cruiser, right? I don't know. All I know is I've looked at it and it looks really stupid and expensive, and that's all anyone's 
yeah talking about it. We, watch go, that yeah we own. can come to we can come yeah. talk more about it go watch star wars theories video on it watching the initial um sort of like trailer of it and you can literally see somebody's soul die uh yeah and it's it's hilarious but we can uh we can come back and tackle that tackle that at a different time so as always guys hey thank you for coming and hanging out in hyperspace guys be sure um to go ahead if you can give us that subscribe give us a review on itunes so those Mm. of you listening over there because it is seriously like the biggest one of the the biggest help um and we are producing lots of content over on youtube and i've been doing shorts uh as they call it and then tiktoks as well just dropping some theories and stuff like that so you can check us out on tiktok or instagram whatever your preferred uh method is that's Mm kind of cool that i can do that one little piece of content it goes to like three or four different different spaces so however you guys like to listen and watch the show you can do that be sure to follow me anywhere on the internet at super gains bros as anywhere on the internet at womp rat underscore 2m be sure to check out his facebook marketplace if you are Let's somebody go. looking for vintage <laughs> star got wars the, toys I got or books man he's uh oh he's, he's, he's doing he's doing a fire sale over there <laughs> so uh and then you can always find exclusive extra content on patreon and apple premium and with that guys as always want to thank you for watching thank you for listening and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dust and crops mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.